Welcome to the Disneyland Forever Podcast, your source for all things from the happiest place on earth. For more updates, make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Disneyland Forever, and you can check out our website, DisneylandForever.com. Hello. Hi. It's Jordan. And Daniel. And uh, I guess this week, we have, we actually have quite a few things to go through this week, because we've still got the news that we have to do, and uh, we are going to be talking about mobile ordering. Yes. Very briefly, like things just quick tips or like how to if you've never used it before or things that you may not know about it. Uh, but also we have a couple of guests that are going to be joining us. Johnny J from the MSW podcast. I said it right. Yes. <laughs> yes and uh, Hannah from the Learning Disney podcast. They're coming on to talk a little bit more about a fundraiser that they are kind of spearheading. I guess is the right word for it. And I talk with them about it. And this is, it's just a really, really good opportunity. We wanted to get the word out for that. And that's going to, it's actually taking up like the bulk of the time, but it's some really good information and the stuff that we're hoping that uh, people can get behind. You'll hear more about that in a little bit. Warning and like spoiler alert, if you didn't already see it when you press play, this is going to be one of our longer episodes, (laughs) Uh, but we promise it's all going to be really good. And to start off with, we do have another review. Yes, we do. It's from Josh Lee 311. Um, the title is WDW to DLR. I'm a regular at Walt Disney World, but have only been to Disneyland a few times. Your podcast has helped take the stress away from planning a Disneyland trip. I love how fun and informative each episode is. Thank you. Thanks. We <laughs> we try. We like to think that we're trying to be fun and informative. Well, we think we're fun, obviously. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes people agree with us. Uh, this is just another weekly reminder that if you haven't already to please consider leaving us a five-star rating. If you're feeling five starish, um, you can do that on Apple on Spotify, apparently also on audible. And if you feel like you want to take a little bit more time, then you can leave us a review on Apple and we will make you, you always say we'll make you famous. Yes. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Never mind. We were, no, we will be reading it. So uh, thank you to those who have already left those ratings and reviews. We really appreciate it. It helps us get found by new listeners all the time. So uh, there's nothing that was like news-wise that was, let's break everyone's minds about how mind-blowing this is. I guess I just said that twice. This is what happens when I try to come up with things on the top of my head. I just repeat myself. Anyway, so we have a few things. None of them are earth-shattering. I think that's the word I was going for, ah. earth-shattering. But there's things that you should note. We did The first thing, we did mention last week that it seemed like they were testing some new effects for the Magic Band Plus, like on some of the decorations for the Disney 100 celebration. The people could see other people testing things with their Magic Band Plus. It was like the day after we recorded that, they actually turned everything on. So if you have a Magic Band Plus at Disneyland, you can go up to, they apparently have signs in front of each thing that will interact with your Magic Band, telling you what you need to do. It's like some sort of gesture you have to do, and it will activate a sound or lights or other things. It becomes interactive. Yep. Just like Epcot has had. So we're All of Walt Disney World. Oh, yeah. I just remember Epcot's. That's because we spent most of the time there doing that. <laughs> but, yeah, it'll be fun. Yep. Uh, the next thing that people, it was, I was kind of excited to see this. I don't know how I feel about the actual menu that they released, but they did release the full menu for Daisy's Diner, which is the new dining location coming to Toontown. 
Um, oh, and while I say, while I talk about Toontown, may as well also mention people were really excited that they put up the sign for Daisy's Diner, and also they installed the statue in the middle of the new Centennial Park. But I don't know how well you can see those uh, right now if you weren't already inside. Anyway, so here's the me- some of the takeaways from the menu. Nothing is super expensive. The most expensive item on the menu is going to be fourteen fifty. Basically, fourteen forty nine. Yeah, be exact. I should be exact. <laughs> um, it's basically pizza and hot dogs. If we're gonna put it in a in a nutshell, so old Toontown food, <laughs> but it it does sound nicer. It's old yeah, Toontown food. I don't know if they had pizza. I, I could have sworn they did. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. But they definitely just have the world's most basic yeah. hot dogs. Hot dogs you buy at the store. Yeah. <laughs> um, they don't have those anymore. Uh, the pizzas are calling them flopovers. So they're like took a pizza, flopped it over itself, and made it like a sandwich. But it's like a pizza flavored sandwich. They have a couple of those. They have. Uh, what looks like it's supposed to be like a just a nice nicer hot dog, and then the featured item is Daisy's dressed up dog, which has like chili cheese sauce on it, mac and cheese, and it says Parmesan potato crispies. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> um, everything. Well, the hot dogs are served with homemade chips, which is actually one of the things you can order on the side as well. And they also are going to be serving little donuts. They actually look to me very similar to the donuts that you get at the Lamplight Lounge. So I'm wondering if this is just like <laughs> literally the same There's thing. There's nothing wrong with that. No, no. Those donuts are amazing. So um, as much as, you know, really excited to see the new menu offerings at the same time, I was like, oh, well, I was kind of hoping for a little bit bigger stuff. But anything's going to be an improvement from the food they used to have. You know, like filet mignon and lobster tail? That's what they used to have? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why weren't we eating in Toontown more often then? I don't know. For the Food and Wine Festival, which has just started um, at DCA, uh, Soarin' Over California will be there. So um, just kind of fun to go back in time to non-HD times, but it's still fun. <laughs> <laughs> Smell the orange groves. It is nice to go back and see like the OG every once in a while. I know that I'm probably, I don't know how you feel about it. I'm probably in the minority that mostly because of the quality of the video, I'm actually glad that Soarin' Over California is only a seasonal thing. Yeah. I mean, if they could update it or digitize it or something, that would be cool. But yes. Yeah. So sorry if there's some people who are... Although there's the hashtag make the Eiffel Towers non-bendy I mean, non or whatever it is. <laughs> I said, like I said, it's mostly because of the quality of the video. Because when you ride Soarin' Over California, that's when you're suddenly like, oh... It's all squinty, like yeah. the inside of a cataract. <laughs> Quoting Simpsons. Yes. But it's... Uh, that's, that's the major thing for me, but I do have a lot of fun in both of them. And of course you love the, who doesn't love the original? It's fun. And you can see like old timey Disneyland from the early 2000s. (laughs) You fly over it. Uh, construction is underway for, uh, San Francisco square. Uh, they have, I think, I believe they've closed off the bridge now to Pacific wharf and it is almost completely repainted now to that kind of golden gate red. Uh, color. So it's probably not going to be too long before they get the gates installed. And there's, I know there's scaffolding around a lot of Pacific Wharf right now as they're working to try and get that ready to go for the summer. So just a heads up, if you're going to be going there anytime soon, it is a construction area, but everything is open. The only thing that I believe is closed is the bridge, but everything else still there, still plugging along. It's just, there's going to be, it's going to be a lot of coverings and a lot of things in the way. Um, and in big news for DVC members and those who 
have always wanted to stay in DVC places. The uh, villas at the Disneyland Hotel will be opening on September 28th for cash-only um, booking. So whether you're a DVC member or not, you can plan those. Um, I think they you can make the reservation starting... Next week. Next week, yeah. Next week. It's the 15th, 16th, and 17th, depending on your membership. If you're a DVC Magic Key holder or... Regular Joe Schmo. Regular person. So uh, that's the opening date. I They have not said when you're making those bookings how far into the future you'll be able to book, that they just have finally announced that it will be opening 28th of September. So if you're planning on going after that and you feel like just having a really fancy, I'm not going to lie, kind of expensive <laughs> vacation, <laughs> then you could potentially book a stay at the new villas at Disneyland Hotel. They haven't announced the price yet, have they? No. It's it's, it's going to be pricey. <laughs> probably next week when everyone starts booking. 600 like, 700 a night, probably. I'm sure it's going to be minimum that, six yep. to $700 a night. Because the Disneyland Hotel itself is it's usually around, is usually, yeah. what, like five, four, 500 yeah, a night? Yeah, 500 600 If it's cheap, it's like 400 <laughs> So, so the three-bedroom villas will be $22 billion a night. So hurry now before <laughs> they get booked up. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think that they, you really have any worry about things getting filled up right now because I don't know if there's a lot of people that are going to want to spend money for this. I mean, the DVC members, you, we can't use our points yet. to book Yeah, it. the Tower Studios and Deluxe Studios probably will fill up, but... But not the not whole the hotel. Ones, yeah. no, no, it'll be pretty open. But that's... It's it's still good to know that that's coming. So, uh, that is the news for... That we... The news that I guess we should say we felt was worthwhile this week that you should know about. <laughs> there's some other minor things. There's some stuff about Avatar, which I'm not going to get into right now because there's still so much we don't know and I'm worried people are misunderstanding. So if you're waiting for us to talk about that, maybe some other time. <laughs> but for right now, we're going to get to the conversation that we had with Johnny J and Hannah, which was, this was a lot of fun to record. <laughs> yes. We, had, we enjoyed talking with them. They were super fun. So this week we have uh, two great guests joining us to talk a little bit more about a really exciting, uh, I guess we can say project that they've put together, yeah. Opportunity, um, and that we have Johnny J from the DMSW podcast and Hannah from Learning Disney podcast. And they also together have put, it's podcast mics for magic, right? That you guys have started? Yes. Okay. You got it. So um, why don't you guys go ahead and let everybody know what that is and like what you're trying to get the word out for. So I'll do this part and then Johnny will give you the background after. So essentially Johnny went down and did the splash closure at Walt Disney World and he thought to prepare for Disneyland why don't we try and get as many podcast teams together or like, like Disney small shops or even uh, travel agents together and create the Disneyland closure for Splash Mountain into set, like this really big thing. So it kind of just turned into, we want to create magic and raise money for a good cause. And John, Johnny had this brainchild and was texting me at like three in the morning <laughs> the day after the closure at Walt Disney World. And so we've teamed up and we're just trying to raise as much money as possible for the Chalk Foundation, which is the Children's Hospital of Orange County. It's a, it's a charity fundraiser that works closely with Disneyland already. And Johnny will get into this, but it's 100% of the proceeds go straight to the hospital. So 
we don't have like a GoFundMe page or anything. If you use our link, it goes straight to the hospital. So Johnny and I, that was really important for us. It's like to not touch the money. We don't want to touch the money. If Johnny, yeah, we don't want to touch the money. So Johnny can give you all the background on how this came to be and the magic that he experienced when he was at Disney World for that fight. Yeah, so I was lucky enough to travel down. I've, I was always a big Splash Mountain fan uh, myself going to the park growing up. My kids were a big fan of that ride. So I had, had some good attachment to that ride. And when Disney announced that it was going to be shutting it down and they were going to retheme it, I knew it'd probably be a special day at the park when when it finally closed down. So I had this crazy idea in my head of, oh, I everyone's going to want to be there to rope drop it and ride it first thing and be there on the final day. But I don't know if anyone's going to want to be the last person to ride it in the park, like the last park guest. So that was my initial intention was try to go there, ride it, be the last park guest. And then I started reaching out to other Disney world podcasts that I was already kind of friends with and talking to and asking if they were going to be in the park there. And it just it ended up turning out to be one of the best days I've ever had in a Disney park. The just the the atmosphere, the magic was was just incredible in the park. The 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 best thing I could equate it to as a, a sports fan from up here in New England, it was like a, a playoff game for the Red Sox or the Patriots or something. It was just the, <laughs> the atmosphere was just different from what we're used to seeing in a normal park day. And I had so much fun meeting these other podcasters for the very first time. So as the the park was closing and I was leaving, my brain just couldn't turn off. And I was just like one of those, when you have a once in a lifetime experiences, you want to try to find a way to do it again. So I was like, all right, well, I know Disneyland is going to shut this, their ride uh, down just like this. So once these videos go out there, the people were they're like the last hour of the night, every law, every single log that came over the ride, all, all the guests were just lining up around the fence and were just standing ovation and cheering for every single log for the last hour of the night. So it just, it just, all these different examples of just people do, going above and beyond and really getting into the, the the special night that that we had there in the park. So I'm thinking, okay, so Disneyland is probably going to be even crazier because people are going <laughs> to see these videos and know that it's coming and they're going to be prepared for it. So people are going to be all jacked up. And then I was like, I got to try to find a way to get out there. And then I had so much fun meeting the podcast that I did meet when I was out there, I'm like, we should try to loop in some Disneyland podcasts. And if they can be there at the park too, that would be awesome. And then like Hannah said, just, I had a super early flight the next morning. So just wasn't really getting much sleep. The brain wasn't turning off and it didn't take long. I was like, all right, if, if the excitement is going to be through the roof and there's four or five, six other podcasts, maybe that are going to be able to meet me at the parks and hang out for that day let's take it one more level here and like really try to do some good in the world. And let's try to find a charity that we can work with and turn this into just a massive, massive charity event. And if you listen to my podcast, I'm always talking about teamwork makes the dream work as corny as that line is. I know, <laughs> believe me, it's corny as heck, but it's kind of how I run my show and everything I do. Like, I just want to, if I'm meeting other Disney podcasts, I want to work with you. I want to help you. I want to promote your show and, just we all do the same thing here. It kind of grows and helps everybody out. So I, I wanted to do the same thing with this charity thing. And just I felt like if we could get five, six, seven, eight other Disney podcasts on board, then that's when the dominoes start falling and you could really do some damage and bring in some big time bucks for for a good charity. We're grateful that we've been chosen. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So how did appreciate you guys reaching out? How did you choose Chalk as the charity that you were going to do it for? Well, so I reached out on just on my Instagram page 
just asking like, hey, does anyone know local charities that are like near and dear to like Orange County or Anaheim? And I got a few answers back, but pretty early on, I told Johnny, Chalk is a pretty good one. Like there's already the Chalk Walk in September at Disneyland. Um, there's already a relation, relationship established. And then we got a couple of other ones. So we really just listed it. And every time I told Johnny a name, Johnny, what was the website that you were using? He was using a website to see how much of like donations actually went to. Yeah, it was charitynavigator.org. But you can kind of punch. It's one of those things that any any charity that's out there, you can just Google search it and just put in like charity rating. And there's four or five different other websites that all kind of do the same thing. They'll basically rate a charity, go through a charity and kind of find out like, okay, if you donate a dollar, how much of that dollar is actually going to help this this charity? Mm-hmm. And where, where does the money go to? Is it all going into the CEO type salary or that type of thing? So we we just found out that Chalk was just scoring off the charts. It was just getting perfect ratings, hundred percent rating for the for the hospital mm-hmm. itself, four stars out of four stars uh, on like I said on Charity Navigator. So we we felt like we kind of hit a home run when we found Chalk. Mm-hmm. That's really really cool. Yeah, because I that was one thing that drew my attention is because. Um, I at least knew what chalk was. <laughs> like, <laughs> I heard about it. I know that there's a lot of other people who aren't uh, local to the Southern California area who aren't um, as familiar with chalk. I mean, which is mm-hmm. us. We're not really from the Southern California area. But everyone, knows. Yeah. Every, but everyone knows about Children's Miracle Network hospitals. And so that's like, if you don't, haven't specifically heard of chalk, just that there's, you're going to be supporting children who can't necessarily afford their life-saving care. So yeah. And even the proceeds go to even more than just like helping the kids that are there. It also goes to like research and all of the scientific things that go oh, behind so cool. like, yeah. So it, it's not, it, it primarily, I believe Johnny can correct me if I'm wrong. It does go to kids and their families to help support them through like the, really the worst time. One of the worst times in someone's life is when your kids in, in the hospital, like, I can't imagine, like I have two wills myself. And so a big part does go to the families and the individual that is in the hospital, but it does also go towards research and medicine and helping like make sure that the hospital can continue to help people. Which can go a long way for other, other places. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Um, so tell us about the plan. Like yes. What's getting, the whole, what's the, what's the, <laughs> getting the money and how can people get involved? What are, what are we trying to get them to do? So the, the main focus right now is to, if you, if you want to get involved, you want to help out, you want to fundraise, go over to that, that the new Instagram page that we set up at podcast mics for magic, and then just reach out to us and let us know what your ideas are. And, and like I said, we, we debated, should we wait and make this announcement until we know when the Disneyland version of Splash is officially going to be shutting down? Or should we get the word out now and take this time where we don't have that kind of finish line to shoot for and just go crazy raising as much money as we can now? So that that was our focus now was like, let's just get the word out and, and raise as much money as we can. So we've already had people reaching out to us. We just had CJ from the Park to Park podcast mm-hmm. do an event literally yesterday oh, i saw park, that she yeah was, she was riding living with the land so for every oh, yeah. 50 dollars that people donated she would do another lap on living with the land so we were worried that would be like twelve thousand dollars and she'd be riding yeah. it's spreading <laughs> yeah. having to be there for three <laughs> days just yeah. never getting off yeah. 
yeah and that's that's quite a toll because she timed it that's a 16 minute ride so she was on that ride almost the whole day because she did 18 times I saw that. I was like, wow, that's we're very nerdy. We actually like it. I like it, but 17 (laughs) to 18 times. Well, she she likes it too. So, but I don't know how much she's gonna like it. (laughs) 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 I was like, that'd be miserable for me. But she she was like, I actually like it. I was like, oh, I hope it doesn't ruin it for you writing that so many times. Um, so we're built, we're building towards the big event at which is Splash mm-hmm. Mountain at the end. But like I said, if, if you're out there like CJ, if you're getting fired up with what we're doing here and you want to help, uh, help and do your own event to, to put the money all towards the same cause, then reach out, let us know We're anything we can do from, from our podcasting standpoints, talking about your event, having you come on, talk about what you want to do, promoting it through the podcast, Mike's for magic Instagram page, but whatever we can do to get the the word out and get the donations coming in now. And then we'll, we'll build towards that big final day with, with splash. And I think once, once that date is finally announced, it'll kind of help establish a more yeah. concrete yep. timeline to kind of all mm-hmm. get in line with. And so and stay tuned. Everyone. Events. <laughs> yes. Don't yeah. change more that. To yeah. More to come. So, yeah, and we go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> My question's not that <laughs> important. Even, like, you're so funny. <laughs> So we even have like small shops. Uh, we have a couple that are like working behind the scenes to like come up with something. But we have like, um, if you've ever heard of Bashley Ever After Co, she makes bracelets. For every hundred dollars that's donated, she'll give you a free, a very specific like chalk themed bracelet, like oh. with the colors, hmm. with splash. So just like little things like that, because it it it's really like the snowball effect, right? Like if five dollars does something, you know, like the more that people see that others are donating, the more that people see like all these businesses and podcasters are getting involved, they're going to pay attention to it. So really it's getting the word out, even if it's just sharing stories Mm -hmm. and then helping as much as you can. That's really all we're asking for is like, even if it's just a dollar, like everything Mm -hmm. matters, like every, everything will make a difference. So it's like, you can be totally unique with it. Uh, We've done like collaborating reels with CJ and there's just like, million ideas that people have been throwing out at us so so there will be quite a bit that hopefully starts coming more everyone that's so cool so i know with this the podcast mics for magic instagram page because i know when you guys first launched everything it was like really uh directed at the other podcasters to get everyone like connected Mm -hmm. and all on the same team and everything are would you encourage um anyone else who's just interested in donating or knowing how they can get involved or help would you encourage them to also like search out that page and follow it yeah absolutely yeah anybody that wants to get involved and know like i said when when cj does an event we'll be putting it on that podcast mics for magic page talking about it sharing the links to to donate and and she was doing story slides all weekend long while she was riding the riding the ride and kind of giving your her live view on the ride so anybody that wants to kind of keep up to date with what we're doing and and doing all these mini kind of kind of like mini uh, fundraising events building up to the final thing definitely go check it out there and and get involved like Hannah was saying there, travel agents, small shops. Mm-hmm. So this is a way for everybody to get involved and, and help out. And we're willing to work with anybody that wants to get involved and, and be on the team. Yeah. And I hope, I hope the name doesn't turn anyone off. Cause when Johnny and I first, it's kind of evolved. Like we did definitely first start it out as like, Oh, let's get all like our pod. Cause you know, like we want to connect with podcasters anyways. And we're like, this is the perfect way for uh, our community of podcasters to get together and then after we started, we're like, this could be for everyone. So it's definitely for everyone. And we want everyone on the team, like 
we could talk about the shirts. Like we want to do shirts for that final day at mm -hmm. Disneyland and we all want to be together in the parks. And so we're starting to develop, like we're still growing this page. We're wanting to develop where like, once you've done so much and like really partnered up because we don't want it to just be a Johnny and Hannah thing. Like this isn't a DMSW podcast or a learning Disney podcast thing. This is like, we want it to be a team and we want it to reflect on the shirts that hopefully we can all wear together on the last day of Disneyland. And it can be a small shot. It can be it like what we've all talked about. Like it can be anyone and it doesn't have to just be podcasters. Like we don't want to limit our friends and the people that want to just because they're not a podcasters. We evolved before <laughs> we started. <laughs> No, that's seeing. This is why I just wanted to double check because, like, I for the record, I think that the name is good. <laughs> like, <laughs> nothing against it. Just want to make sure so anyone's listening. Like, well, is that not for me? And like, that they know you're saying, like, no, please, let's let's connect with everyone well, and, there. And everyone can donate, but if you also want to start your own small thing, yeah, that's yeah. another really good thing as well. So that you, mm -hmm. uh, and anyone can know that if you want to help out in that in that way. Uh, can I ask, like, do we know how much has been raised up to this point? Mm -hmm. Yep. So yeah. we just Johnny. broke the $3,000 barrier Woo! with CJ's event this weekend. So uh, everybody, yeah. I think we did a good job teasing it and kind of building up the suspense <laughs> and getting everybody excited there for a couple of weeks. And right out of the gate, everybody was incredible, awesome, throwing their support behind us. And we raised $2,000 in the first 24 hours after announcing it. And then CJ instantly stepped up and was like, I'm going to be at the park in a week and a half. And I want to do this event for living with the land and we can charge, come up with a of money and for every time they donate that we'll do another lap on the ride so it just kind of helped keep kept those donations rolling in and like i said we we cracked we're i think it's three thousand one hundred dollars we're up to right now yeah yeah we're at 3100 awesome that's great yep. and if i remember correctly you guys are not necessarily shying away from a challenge that the goal is about fifty thousand. is that right yeah no so you should go into it with a with, yes, it's $50,000. Yes, <laughs> yes. It, it's scary. It's scary. So we started, we were like, okay, we're going to do 5,000. Once we hit 5,000, we'll like go up to 10,000. And after we did our live announcement about what like podcast mics for magic, we're calling it PMFM because that's just such a mouthful. Um, it sounds so like a radio station. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so I was like, and then, like Johnny said, we raised $2,000 in less than 24 hours, and we were just like, we need to just go for it. We, like, have a community that's going to support us. Like, we love everyone in the Disney community, and as soon as we raised that much money, we just agreed together, like, go hard or go home. Like, let's not shy away from what our goal is, and then let's just get to it. Like, we'll get to it. Oh, I think that's great. And... Um, I think if anything, it might actually be helping you guys that there's no set date in the future quite yet, because yeah. you can encourage more yeah. like if we went into these like littler fundraisers <laughs> to help us yep. get to that goal. Um, cause you never know. Disney could just like show up. I could just post one day, like, Hey, by the way, tomorrow is the last day for splash mountain. <laughs> yeah. I hope not. Cause I I'm trying actually. to remember Walt Disney world. You got how long? I want to say they gave like a month and a half advance, right? Did they give 45 days? I think it was, I think it was even more than that. It was, it was at least a few months. Okay. Yeah. So I don't think, I don't think Disneyland's going to do no. it dirty. Like let's like, <laughs> no, no, 
I don't think so. I think it won't be till late summer. That's my guess is we'll find out a day after Indy comes up and it won't be until late summer before the Halloween season. That's my, that's my thoughts. Very well could be. You never know. I have to just what are, and say. What do you guys think? What do you guys I, think? We were guessing May. We've been guessing May. Just because it takes time to make the ride before but they want to open it. But that's just, that's not based on anything other than just like, I can picture them saying May. <laughs> I don't know why. No, that's true though, because the first one last summer, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, we usually have a knack for when we record our podcast. Anyway, it's usually the day after we record that they um, announce all the big stuff. So it'll mm-hmm. probably be like tomorrow or something that they'll be like, <laughs> they'll finally announce it's going to be June or something like that. Yeah. So I check well. every morning. That's one of the things I do every morning <laughs> as I look to see if there's any splash news. Yep. it also always happens it's like the one day i don't check first thing in the morning to see what the news is that there's something huge that happens so the one day that i'm like Meh, nothing's gonna happen it'll be the one day that everything's happening and they announce splash mountain and everything <laughs> what so, day is this <laughs> do you have it already planned <laughs> <laughs> i will just I will not i'll put it out in the universe yeah. so that they can know that this is the day i'm not checking anything <laughs> but well uh this is a really fantastic cause that you guys are are help trying to um, trying to this really big goal that you're trying to accomplish that I think is totally achievable. I mean, like you should just when you put something like that out there, you just have to say, yeah, like I'm going for it, like you guys have done, and I think it's just fantastic. When I was um, listening to your guys's big announcement, um, it was. I was telling Johnny as well as we were waiting then like I didn't I got all his clues because he was putting clues online about what you guys were talking about yeah and I got all the clues well I didn't find the first couple but I was like getting all the things he was putting on his stories until he got to like the bear and orange because I'm not that familiar with chalk <laughs> so then like, <laughs> okay so something was Splash Mountain and bears I don't know <laughs> but I didn't really know what to expect but then I listened to the announcement and I was like okay this actually just sounds really really awesome and something that I think that we need to be a part of in some way even if it's just like trying to promote it and I mean if it works out that we could be there on Splash Mountain's final day we would love to we can't commit to it but we're, we'd like to yeah. try and do it we same could. with us even even the two of us we can't we're we're in the same boat we we, we we're gonna plan to be there we're gonna try to be there but yeah exactly <laughs> fingers just, crossed fingers right crossed yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm your visual i'm the visual com- comedic value to your listening podcast. it's all good <laughs> this is we comment on uh, what each other are doing visually all the time so because <laughs> we do too many facial expressions and <laughs> glances at okay. each other so we've got to do something we'll, we can add the narration in later hannah makes funny face <laughs> <laughs> hannah crosses fingers on him isn't that called the descriptive audio services? We can turn that on for our podcast this week. (laughs) So all of our, all all of our listeners know. Um, Well, yeah, I, I just, I'm, thank you guys so much for putting this together and for coming on our show to help everyone and us understand better, like what you're trying to accomplish and um, how they can help. So, and you're saying to just reach out to you guys through podcasts, uh, mics for magic to know, know how you can help more. Correct. 
Yep, yes, the link yeah. is there to donate. The link will get you right to the website. If you just want to drop a donation, you can do that. Or like I said, if you want to, the, the whole point of kind of starting the Instagram was to kind of organize all these little mini events that people were doing and and for us to communicate with with anybody that wanted to work with us and do something. So the, the account is shared by both me and Hannah. So you guys want to step up and get involved and do something, reach out, shoot us a DM and and one of us or both of us will respond and we'll start brainstorming. Like, like Hannah said, we not to like keep always throwing up the teasers but we have probably three or four other people right now that are working on kind of putting their finishing touches on their little mini events as well so we're gonna have that's so awesome we're gonna try to keep this keep this train rolling here and and keep pumping out these events and and kind of keep it keep things fresh and new and changing and keeping people excited and try to keep those donations coming in that's so great that's awesome um so yeah it's at podcast mics for magic where you can find that mm-hmm. and then of course you've got uh johnny j at the dmsw podcast i always have to double check myself to make sure i don't yeah. sometimes <laughs> to say the dsmw and like that doesn't make any sense <laughs> disney star marvel wars yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and then i can't remember isn't your your instagram handle is just um at it's, it's at, at, at the Hannah. dmsw yeah. the dmsw oh, podcast wait. And yeah, then Hannah, Sorry. <laughs> and then this Hannah's is my is... plug, Hannah. This is my plug. The first rule of Fight Club is <laughs> you stop fight fighting. for the Instagram handle. I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> oh, I'm so, also looking for a new partner on Podcast Mike's for Magic. Anybody <laughs> wants to step up and work with me? That's it. This is it, done. Somebody that won't step over my yeah. plugs. <laughs> <laughs> so we got at the DMSW podcast. And then Hannah, yours is at Hannah Learning Disney. Super simple super simple. Hey, it's better than ours. We've got no ac- missing. No acronyms in mine. <laughs> ours just has to have random letters subtracted because there's this lady that never uses it, but she had to do a different one. We Sometimes a- I I cannot find your guys' page because I'm like, I don't know how. <laughs> I yes, know. I know. You need, you need to, to petition it. Petition it. Yeah. I th- I've thought about changing it, but I'm like, at this point, now we've got so many people that I don't know. And so our other handle is out there on the internet in so many different uh areas and i'm like ah it's just gonna be a bigger it's hassle just... than it's worth to to change it I, but it's so, also kind of fun it's yeah. fun though it's disneyland forever without some of the vowels <laughs> yeah <laughs> pick which vowels you pick the right ones you will find us <laughs> oh no not that one <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much. We really appreciate you guys coming on, helping us us understand as well better um, everything uh, that's going on. Thank you guys for having and, us. And this just proves yeah. why we're not doing this ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> it would not have gone this smoothly. <laughs> oh, it would have been fun. Hospital been money splash. There's a hospital that wants money. Sometime. Give. <laughs> 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 well, thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. Of course. Yeah. We hope that we can get a huge crowd of people and we can all be together on the last days. Cause that's really one of the, our end goals is to get as, as much of us there together so we can connect in person too. That'd be so much fun over, over the interwebs. Yeah. yeah. That's party and, in Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Oh, well, thank you guys. We really, uh, honestly, we appreciate it. And hopefully everyone out there goes and looks up podcast mics for magic and donates, but you can, like Hannah even said earlier, like even just $1, anything, anything, um, is helpful. Anything makes a huge difference. So, uh, thank you guys and good luck. Hopefully this all works out. We'll be, t- we'll keep keeping in touch because we want to help get some things going as well. So thank you guys. Awesome.
Thank you <laughs> so much for having us. having us on. So we want to thank Johnny J and Hannah again for coming on and talking about their wonderful um, fundraising adventure. Uh, now to the other story or other part of our we call it a story, yeah, other story that we're talking about today. So we're going to briefly talk about what is mobile ordering. Um, so this started a couple of years ago at Disneyland. More where than a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah, it started some sort of years ago, um, where you could go into the Disneyland app and uh, select an arrival window and order food, and then go pick it up and have and be able to bypass a longer line. Um, during COVID, they kind of made you do that a lot more because then you weren't all congregating. Um, now it was a time where it was you actually couldn't do it unless yeah, you without ordered. That. Yep. Um, but now it, they still have the option where you can stand in a line at quick service restaurants. So we're talking about like most of, or a lot of the carts, like getting Dole Whip um, and also the quick service restaurants. So what you do, make sure you have the Disneyland app, obviously. So you go into the Disneyland app and you click order food. Um, it's on like that little plus little plus sign uh, to be able to see what. Yeah, there's check dining availability, order food, shop in store, stuff like that. So you click order food, and then it usually has like the restaurants you're closest to um, first. But if you scroll down, it goes through all of them, and it's organized by the park. So there's Disneyland and DCA. You and it shows the restaurants and also the arrival windows. So for most of them, it'll say now to a time that's like 20 or whatever minutes in the future. Um, if you don't want it for right this second, you want to plan it for later, you click more times and it'll come up with these certain windows. Um, there are 30 minute windows and it goes throughout the rest of the day. So you click on whichever one you want and the time frame you want and it confirms your arrival window. You are, um, like sometimes with the Disneyland app fe features, like it'll say you, you've missed your window now and you have to like redo it when you're trying to get like uh, lightning lanes and stuff. Now this, this will lock you into that right then. And then it'll show usually the special, like specialty stuff that time of year offerings, uh, limited time offerings. And then it will have uh, entrees and... Um, sides and then down at the bottom is the children's menu so you just click what you want and um like build your order uh if you have any sort of discounts they will come up um once you finish too uh like the magic key or disney vacation club um and then so once you've done all of them it'll show the little uh cart icon with how many items you have you click view my order and you can still add stuff if you need to you do review order summary and then just make sure it's all correct um, and then you have to have a credit card or uh, I think the Disney gift card is an you option too. You can have a too. gift card, yeah. Any yeah. sort of payment method. Me yeah, so payment method. Or uh, for like those who have iPhones like me, you can just use your Apple Pay and not have to put a card in. I can verify that if you have Androids, Google Pay does not work. Does not work. And Disneyland's app in Android and Apple are often very different. They're very different <laughs> somehow. So then you just click purchase. And then when you um, are ready to get your food, so there's a window, you can, it'll start letting you um, click that you're here five minutes before I five think minutes. it is. So you can click that, uh, you go into your app. So like say that your return your window is like 4.45 to 5.15, you would be able to um, click the button to say, I'm here, prepare my order as early as 4.40. 
And the way you do that, it's on the main screen. It'll show you have a mobile order as just one of the little options, like like where it has your park reservations, the Disney Genie Plus thing, the little tips and stuff like that. So you just click on that, and it'll say, I'm here, prepare my order. You click that, and then it'll... Uh, come up with these cute little icons and say they're making your order. Depending on the place, uh, it takes you know it can one, take any, yeah. one minute to maybe five or ten minutes. We usually click it as we're like walking toward the place. They don't care right now <laughs> as to the, if you're super close at Disney World. You have to be like in the building. Yeah, sometimes you're <laughs> really, really making close. out with a cast member <laughs> yeah. uh, to be able to get it, but. Um, and then you, it tells you um, your food is ready and go to window number whatever and get your food. And it's super, it's super quick. It's right there. Yeah, the convenience here is just that you don't have to wait in the, in the standby line, which sometimes, depending on the time of day, can get really, really long. And you can just go straight to a table. Ideally, you should be – to be – polite to other people who are waiting for a table and have already ordered their food. You should probably already have clicked, I'm here, prepare my order before you're sitting there waiting for the food because it's just being polite and courteous. Um, one thing that Dan mentioned that where he said that it'll show up on the main screen of the Disneyland app when your order is placed, it should. We all know that sometimes the technology doesn't work. And so you're able to go, if you click on the three lines down at the bottom, there uh, is a button in that menu that says my did it say my mobile orders or my order? Mobile food my, orders. Oh, mobile food orders. And if you click on that, it will show you there as well, and you'll be able to check it. And you can also create one from there too. But Yes. Um, if there were no windows available for the time that you really, really wanted, one suggestion we have is still going through, making your order, getting everything, like purchasing it and everything. And then when you get to that screen where it's saying, wait, like what where it's saying like, it's not time for your order yet. There'll be a time, uh, a little option that says change arrival window. And you can always, if you want to just keep checking back on that one and you can like click over and over and over again, and it will refresh the available order windows many times, not a hundred percent of the time, but many times you should be able to find an earlier time or a later time, something that's more convenient yeah. for you. And if you click on it and confirm it, it will change your arrival window. Yeah. I'd say most of the time you can change it as whether it's going to be exactly what you're looking for, but often, yeah, we get it where it says, Oh, now through whatever. So then you, you can move it up. Um, so don't let that hinder or like deter you from doing mobile order because even if the time's in like an hour or two and you want it right now, still get it and then um, try and change the time. Um, it doesn't charge you your credit card fully until like you don't get that drop charge until you pick up your food. So it's no harm done. Yeah. If you never, if you, you could place an entire order and it'll still say you want your credit card and everything. But then if you end up deciding that you don't want that anymore and you cancel the order, it doesn't charge you. Yeah, you can always cancel it. So, so it's totally fine. But also, if there's a, there are some places that they do, the windows disappear very, very quickly. Uh, up until now, I would have said it would be such as the Mint Julep Bar. Since that's currently closed for renovation, I'm sure it is happening with the Royal <laughs> Street Veranda yeah. because of the beignets and the Mint Juleps. I would assume. And so if there, there's some places where if you know that you're going to want that snack or something, and even if you're like, I'm not going to want it until much later, order it early for a very later time. It does not have to be... I mean, I mean you could actually mobile order for something at 9 p.m., at eight in the morning. Yep. You absolutely could. That is an option that you have. One slightly frustrating thing is it doesn't always have 100% of the items they sell there. No, it does not. Especially Jolly Holiday, that's common. Any um, of the confectionery yeah, places. The confectionery stuff. So 
if it if you know that there's something there and you've already been in there walking around, you may need to wait. But those often don't have as long of a wait. A lot of times they do it for any items that they're worried they may sell out of. And so they want to make sure that they're not promising someone something way for way in the future that they can't deliver. And so they'll take it off uh, the mobile order. And sometimes it also just glitches. Yeah, you never know. Usually the standard food is there, though. But. Uh, but if there's something on the menu that's not on the mobile order menu and you really, really want it, standby is always, always an option. Now, I'm not saying that standby is going to be fast because oftentimes, especially with like places like Jolly Holiday, yeah, it can be very slow. Jolly Holiday place. can be very, very <laughs> slow for standby. But it's it's your option. You are not locked into having to do mobile order anywhere. Every single place that does mobile order also does um, standby. So there's no there's no reason why you if you really don't want to do this, you don't have to. <laughs> um, and also make sure when he mentioned Dan mentioned that it takes any of the discounts that you normally can. Make sure you check to make sure you're getting those discounts. We actually found out one time that. Um, Dan's app wasn't putting together that he was yep. a magic key holder. I had, to, I had to chat with a cast member, but they fixed it within like two minutes online. So yeah, because it was only showing his DVC discount, which is less than, which was less than our magic key discount. And so we were like, Oh, that's not okay. So check and make sure everything is 100% accurate and what you want and uh, check to make sure you got everything that you were supposed to when you pick up your food. Yep. Cause sometimes, I mean, they're really, really busy I'm not blaming the cast members at all for anything, but sometimes something might slip through. So you just have to like double check to make sure everything was right. But yeah, most of the time when you go up there, your food is just right there and you say, that's mine. They still ask, uh, what's your order number or your name um, to confirm? And then there you go. Yep. So hopefully that helps if you've ever wondered what mobile ordering is or just want to be able to get food fairly quickly at Disneyland. Or if you've used it before, but just didn't know that there are things that you could do yeah, to make perks. it work work better for you. Honestly, one of the, our favorite things to do is uh, to, if we know we're going to be ordering something for food, to order it a couple hours in advance because then we don't have to worry about whether or not that window is going to be there and we can spend our time waiting in line for something else being productive. Yep. So uh, that's, that's usually our preferred way of using it, but you can use it however you like. So that's today's episode. Um, make sure you go on to Instagram, Facebook, uh, to follow us on social media. Um, make sure, as we said before, you like, uh, you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Um, and if you're booking a vacation, make sure you use our partners at Getaway Today. They can save you lots of money. They have the good link deals. is in the description. Yes, and they have good deals going on right now. Uh, so use that particular Actually, link Actually, I below. think they really are right now. Yes. If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. I think they, they just, just I think they have like some like extra day free um, mm-hmm. promotions going on. So check those out. Uh, yeah, and again, it does support us. Yeah, you do that. But that is all for this week. Hope you enjoyed, and we'll be in touch more with uh, the fundraiser. Yes. So again, look, make sure you go check it out at um, at Podcast Mics for Magic on Instagram if you want to learn a little bit more, or if you want to get involved or donate. Uh, this is a really, really great cause. We're hoping that we can help them reach that goal. Won't somebody please think of the children? They are. Oh, they are. There you go. We are too. <laughs> <laughs> How many Simpsons references is that? Uh, At least two. Two. Okay. Uh, sorry, for, I know it's a little bit longer of an episode, but hopefully it was helpful and we just really wanted to get that word out there. So thank you guys. Bye. We'll see you later. Bye.